Hey girl, today I'm going deep and I'm going to talk to you about how to get dressed, how to put a little effort into looking nice when you're going through a valley season, when you're dealing with mental illness, depression, anxiety, autoimmune disease, any other chronic illness, trials, and other difficult times. Hey there, lovely. Welcome to the Radiant Woman Podcast. I'm Stacey Herndon, woman of God, homeschooling mama of six, coffee lover, image consultant, color queen, and style uniform guru. I know you are tired of walking into your closet filled with clothes, feeling like you have nothing to wear. You're frustrated when you look in the mirror, feeling icky in your clothes and frumpy in your outfit. You want to build a wardrobe that is authentic, timeless, and easy in a way that honors God and His plan for beauty and femininity. If you're ready to discover how to get dressed in a way that brings your inner beauty to the outside in less than five minutes a day, then put in your favorite earrings, grab that coffee, and let's get to it. Do you need help getting dressed and feedback with your personal style? Come be encouraged by a community of sweet Christian women and learn how to show up beautifully and authentically. Go to christianstylecommunity.com to join the Facebook group. I hope to see you in there. Hey guys, so today I'm going to be talking about those really hard life seasons. They come in all shapes and sizes, but when you're in a valley, you know it. Before we get any deeper into this show, I just want to make note that I am not a mental health or medical professional, and my thoughts are merely a reflection of my experience and not in any way to be construed as medical advice or mental health advice of any kind. I do want you to know that from an experience perspective, I absolutely know this struggle because my body has been betraying me for over a decade now and acting completely crazy and doing all kinds of things I never expected. And that's been through a lot of life seasons. That's been through before I got married and then having kids. So it's been this long process and a lot of things have gone on. And for a long time, I used to hear people talk about, oh, you should still get dressed. You should still get ready every day. Even if you're feeling bad, you should still do this for your, for your own well-being. And I fought it for a really long time. I was the queen of pajama days or introvert days or whatever you want to call them. These were my designated days where I would just wear pajamas. And it wasn't just maybe one day a week. We're talking there were times it was like three or four days a week. Lots of pajamas, lots of dry shampoo. Well, I still use dry shampoo, even on the good days. But here's the thing. I still have bad days. The difference now is that I do see how taking a little bit of effort and just trying to put on some clothes can actually help you to tackle the day a little bit more and to help you push through that valley that you're experiencing. I was going to just jump right into my four tips for how to get dressed in these really difficult seasons, but this morning as I was in my prayer time, I saw the word tribulation jump out of the page at me, and I thought, oh, God, what else do you have to say? Because this is exactly what I'm talking about this week. What other verses do you have for me? And so I went on a search and I found a lot of verses, but I really felt led to these seven that I'm going to share with you right quick before I jump into your tips for this week. So maybe you want to know what I'm reading. 
And I'm reading through Romans right now. And this morning I was working on Romans 12 and it was verse 12 that jumped out to me, which is rejoicing in hope, persevering in tribulation, devoted to prayer. What I found so interesting was what came right before and right after that portion about persevering in tribulation and the fact that before is the tribulation, we're encouraged to rejoice in hope because we do know that trials aren't forever. They are short-term and we can have hope that something better is coming for us, whether it be in this life or in the life to come. But also it says that right after tribulation, it says that we should be devoted to prayer. And guys, I have never been closer to God than when I'm in the middle of a valley. And those prayers are just so heartfelt. They're so genuine. They feel like these last ditch efforts sometimes just to just make yourself feel better. And they always deliver. Like God always delivers that hope and that promise. And this entire passage here in Romans 12 is really full of lots of advice for how we ought to live. Um, so it's just chock full of wisdom. But I just found that so great that there was something precious before the tribulation and something really solid afterwards. And that we can just kind of bookend those our trials in those two other concepts. The next one that I found is also in Romans, but we're going to go back a little bit to Romans 5, 3, which is, and not only this, but we also exult in our tribulations, knowing that tribulation brings about perseverance. Wait a minute. Didn't we just talk about perseverance and tribulation? We surely did. And here we are again talking about perseverance. And as far as it comes to how you manage your day-to-day activities, I want you to think about this. The tips I'm going to give you below are just small, tiny steps of perseverance that you can do to keep showing up in these really hard times, these difficult times that you're facing. Our next verse that I'm going to go over with you guys is another reference to the hope that we can have, and that's John 16, 33. These things I have spoken to you so that in me you may have peace. In the world you have tribulation, tribulation, but take courage. I have overcome the world. The words of Jesus, y'all, the words of Jesus telling you, you're gonna struggle, you're gonna have trials, and you're gonna have these moments in the valley, but it's okay. You can just keep looking to Jesus and everything is gonna be okay. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, and it may be a long time before it's okay, but our hope in him is everlasting. Again, y'all, the next one is that we can expect this to happen to us. 1 Peter 4.12 says, Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal among you, which comes upon you for testing, as though some strange thing were happening to you. Depression, anxiety, deep mental health issues, illness, loss, these are the seasons that will test us in our faith. They will force us to reconcile who we think God is with who he really is. And they're tough, y'all. So, so tough. But we can try to embrace them as seasons of growth and seasons of change and know that the God who loves us cares about everything we're feeling and experiencing. I'm going to drop back into Philippians 4 again this week. I just pulled some verses from there um, a couple weeks ago, I think. Um, But apparently this chapter is just laden with some good riches. Um, so there are actually several in Philippians 4, verse 7, and the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Uh, verse 13 also, um, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. And I just want you guys to know that's not all things. Like you can't do all the things. You can do all the things he's called you to do, but don't try to do all the things. 
Oh, and verse 19, right? So verse 19 says, And my God will supply all your needs according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. And I just want you to think about all of these three verses in the context of trials and tribulations. So he is always looking out for us. He knows that we can get through what he has put on us because he is with us. And if we ask and we seek him, that peace will come no matter what valley you are in. He is good and he is faithful to give you that peace. So I'm going to hop back over to Peter again. And I just had this realization while I was doing this with you guys that, you know, I keep jumping back and forth between Paul and Peter and these apostles. And even there was one John verse. But, you know, these guys knew what tribulation was. They were out there preaching the gospel, being persecuted for what they believed. Um, And so they all had this on their hearts. They all wanted to speak to this. They knew we were all going to go through these times. Um, And so there's just so much wisdom here. And that was just a cool aha moment I wanted to share with you. So back to Peter. I'm in 1 Peter again, 1 Peter 5. Um, There's three verses here together, 8 through 10. Um, And it just reminds us to be of sober spirit, be on the alert, Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. But resist him firm in your faith, knowing that the same experiences of suffering are being accomplished by your brethren who are in the world. After you have suffered for a little while, the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself perfect, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. Can I just get an amen? I don't have anything to add to that. I'm just going to let that rest as it is. Hallelujah. The final one I have for you is from Paul, the message of the thorn in his flesh. To keep me from exalting myself, there was given me a thorn in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me, to keep me from exalting myself. Y'all, this has never been more true for me at times. God has laid me low sometimes in my affliction, and I have nothing to do but to rest on him, to remind myself that I am not capable in my own power of doing pretty much anything, it seems, and that sometimes I need to just slow down and he's going to make me slow down so that I can hear his voice and rest in him. So I'm going to pray for you, sister, that you would see God in the midst of your struggles, that you would feel his presence, that you would feel his peace, that you would know that no matter what happens in this world and in this life, God is still good. He still loves you. He's still for you. And he still has fabulous plans for you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so let's get down to some brass tacks, some hard tactics now. You're going through the valley. You're struggling. You're finding your peace in the Lord. You still want to try to show up. You're ready to like get out of bed and put some clothes on, okay? So I'm going to give you four tips to help you out when you're really struggling. Maybe you're having, you could be having an autoimmune flare. You're dealing with mental health issues. Something is going on in your life and you need to get up because it's ongoing. It's not ending. Um, You just need to move forward. And so my very first tip for you is to have a loungewear uniform you love. I am giving you permission to dress down because it's really valuable sometimes. I do recognize that some days you don't have it in you for a hard pair of pants. I don't think I ever have it in me for a hard pair of pants, but that's me. So you need to have a loungewear uniform, a loungewear outfit that you really like. And I definitely want you to not include traditional pajamas here. So 
something you could put together would be some nice leggings and a nice sweatshirt if you want to be warm and cozy. I know that a lot of times when you're struggling with illness, um, your body temperature is kind of off and so you just want to be warm and cozy. So something like that. You could definitely pick up an athleisure type outfit here, but basically you want to stick with something that has a stretchy waistband and forgiving shape, okay? It's not going to be super form-fitting, probably needs to be fairly loose, but comfortable. And if you can, splurge and buy yourself something with really, really nice fabric. That is such a small luxury that makes your lounge well feel, feel so much better when you put it on. And then go ahead, be an outfit repeater and buy like three versions of your uniform. So you have a couple of them for those days when you just really can't put on the real clothes. You can't fully adult in your struggles. You just need a pass and a day to relax. Tip number two is something you can do ahead of time to make your mornings a little bit easier, and that is to decide and lay out your clothes the evening before. I used to actually plan my outfits a week in advance, and I would write them on my calendar, but that didn't exactly work because sometimes when the morning hit me and I was just feeling terrible, I would just scratch it all together and stay in the pajamas, just like I told you guys not to do. So what I have found, though, is that taking the time in the evening, taking the five minutes it takes to walk in, choose my clothes, lay them down, takes away a lot of the thought in the morning about what I'm actually going to put on. And so I no longer have that mental battle in the morning about what I want to wear, what do I feel like wearing. The reality is most of my clothes are fairly comfortable because I've built a wardrobe that I absolutely love on uniforms, and I just repeat the same thing all the time. But taking that time in the evenings has really made the mornings so much easier. It's taken one thing off my plate, and I highly recommend this tactic for basically anybody, but especially if you're struggling and you're just trying to reduce your mental load a little bit when you're dealing with these difficult seasons. My third piece of advice is to put on one piece of jewelry. It doesn't have to be elaborate. It doesn't have to be huge, but a good pair of earrings does a lot for my mood. It can take me from feeling frumpy in something to feeling like even my loungewear outfit is elevated. How we feel about how we think we look has a huge impact on our mindset. And when I'm walking around with some of my favorite earrings in, I feel at least 50% better, maybe, just because I feel like I've put a little bit of effort in. And it doesn't have to be earrings for you. It is for me. It could be a necklace. It could be a really fantastic, one-of-a-kind, unique artisan necklace that you've chosen. It could be a fun bracelet. Basically, I just want you to pick one accessory and add it to whatever you're wearing. Even if you're in loungewear, even if you're in pajamas, just give this one a try. I promise it's good. My final tip that I have for you is to put on your shoes. This is another one that I really fought against for a really, really long time. I did not want to put my shoes on. I had excuses about babies in the house and dirty feet on the floor. But the reality is, and this is research-backed, putting on your shoes makes you feel more productive. It makes you feel like you can do more things. If you have your shoes on and you get up out of the chair, you kind of automatically take a few extra steps and grab a few extra things on the way and do a little bit more, just the smallest, smallest a bit more. Now, there are some people out there that will tell you that your shoes need to be lace up so you can't kick them off. While I see the value in that, I prefer a pair of just slip-on sneakers because I feel like they're my work shoes around the house. Like I'm working, 
I'm officially on duty and I don't even take them off until it's time to put them on pajamas at the end of the day. So let's recap my four tips for getting dressed in the valley when you're struggling with depression, mental illness, trials, illness, difficult times. Tip number one, have a loungewear uniform you love. It can't be pajamas, but it can be stretchy. Tip number two, lay out your clothes the night before. Save yourself the mental energy in the morning and do it the night before. Tip number three, put on one piece of jewelry. I highly recommend the earrings. Tip number four, our final tip, is to put on your shoes. It will make you more productive. It will make you more prepared to face your day. So I've given you my tips, and what I would love for you to do is to commit to trying just one of these in the next three days if you've been struggling with getting up and getting fully dressed. And I just want to remind you, God is with you. He sees you, and He knows you're struggling. And there's probably something really great on the other side of that struggle. Hey there, gorgeous. Before you go, if this episode inspired you and helped you to feel more confident, I'd love for you to leave me a written review on Apple Podcasts. Second, hop on over and join the free Facebook group at ChristianStyleCommunity.com where you'll find Jesus-loving women just like yourself learning about style and building a dream wardrobe. Get dressed. Be radiant.